Whether you're brand new to mountain biking and feeling a little scared, or maybe you've been riding for a while but are struggling to improve your technical skills, there are concrete steps you can take to improve your confidence. The truth is that most of us can benefit from working on our confidence on the bike. And it's totally worth the effort because as we improve our confidence on the bike, we have more fun out on the trail. And much of the confidence we gain on the bike transfers to other areas of our life as well. So as you get more confident on the bicycle, you might also feel more confident in the boardroom or at the dinner table or other areas of your life where you might be lacking. In this episode, I'm gonna give you nine ways to increase your confidence on the mountain bike. And even if you're not a mountain biker, you're listening to this and maybe you're a road cyclist or you do cyclocross racing, whatever the case may be, still give this a listen because not all of these tips are gonna help you on the road bike, but a lot of them are transferable regardless of what kind of cycling you like to do. Those tips are coming up after this intro. You're listening to the Femme Cyclist Podcast, and I'm your host, Kristen Bonkowski. Like most of you, I'm a bicycle-obsessed rider and sometimes racer. Each week, I'll bring you interviews from inspiring women and offer tips and tricks to help you thrive on the bike. At Femme Cyclist, we celebrate all forms of riding and all forms of women. So whether you're a road racer, bike commuter, or hardcore shredder, you'll find your tribe here. The number one thing I recommend for women who want to improve their confidence on a mountain bike is to attend a skills clinic. Seriously, I can't tell you just how much skills clinics and camps can do for women on the bike. Sometimes confidence is a mental issue, and other times it's an issue of not having the skills that you need on the bicycle, and whichever case may be, whether it's mental or skills or a combination of both, a skills clinic can help you. They're really good at not just focusing on the skills, but also focusing on the mental aspect of riding and helping you improve that. A skills clinic is absolutely hands down the number one thing I recommend to women who want to take their riding to the next level. They're really, really great for women who are brand new to mountain biking and just need to learn basic things like body positioning and braking and turning. But they're also really great for advanced riders who might wanna improve jumping or more technical skills. And just wherever you are in your journey, you wanna look for a skills camp that's geared towards you and your skill level. On the website, Femme Cyclist, we have a list of women's mountain bike camps and clinics. And wherever you live in the country, you should be able to find one somewhere near you. And if there's not one near you, then I still highly recommend traveling to find one. We also have a podcast episode we did last season with Lindsay Richter from Ladies All Ride, and I'd highly recommend going back and listening to that episode um, if you're on the fence about whether or not to attend a clinic. The next thing I recommend is find other supportive women to ride with. So many women get started in the sport with their boyfriend or their husband, and there's just really no quicker way I've found to get a woman to completely quit mountain biking than to ride with their significant other. I feel like a romantic male is really great. Um, I ride with my husband all the time, for instance, but they're not the most encouraging. They're not the best at teaching us. And really, when you find this group of women that will help lift you up and teach you, 
that's where I see women really, really fall in love with the sport and propel themselves forward in terms of their skills. So go ahead and try and find a group of supportive women to ride with. If you haven't found those ladies yet, then go ahead and go to Femme Cyclist again. And we have there also a list on women's group rides and clubs. And chances are there's something near you. If there's not anything near you, then I highly recommend going to some local bike shops and asking them um, how you can find other women to ride with. Uh, if you go to a skills clinic, like I mentioned earlier, that's also a great way. I found one of my best biking friends at a skills clinic. And you can also just like really go out of your way to be friendly out on the trail. And if you're like me, that's so difficult to do, but it's really worthwhile. And you might be surprised by the number of women that you see out riding solo who would also love somebody to ride with. Highly, highly recommend at least finding one or two, if not a group of women to ride with because there's nothing like women for camaraderie and support and helping you build yourself up and improve your confidence. My next tip is to carve out time for practice. Too many of us just end up going on trail rides all the time and we don't carve aside time specifically to practice our skills. You can do this with a friend, a coach, or on your own. I often just do this when I have 30 minutes of free time for myself. For each session, you wanna choose a specific skill that you want to work on. And this might be for you, depending on where you're at. You might could be braking, it could be riding switchbacks, jumping, learning to ride a wheelie, whatever it may be that you're interested in improving on. And depending on what you're working on, you can do these practices in an empty parking lot, your driveway, a grassy hill, or at a bike skills park if you're lucky enough to have one near where you live. Before I go out and do this, for instance, like I've just been working on doing some manuals, so ahead of time, I've been watching YouTube videos and getting some tips and tricks and then going out and practicing those. And it doesn't always happen right away, so it might take days and weeks and months of watching those videos and going out and practicing. But if you do it consistently, you're gonna improve your skills and your confidence. Set a goal. We gain confidence by setting goals and achieving them. So think for a while, what goal would make you feel awesome about yourself? It might be completing your first mountain bike race, nailing a specific technical section of trail that you've never cleared before, or learning to ride a wheelie. Whatever it is, make it concrete. Write it down, give yourself a deadline, and then craft specific steps that you can take to help you achieve that goal. For example, write down, I'm gonna register for a race, train, practice eating and drinking on the bikes. Whatever steps you can take that will make sure that you actually achieve this goal and you know it's not gonna help you to set a goal and then not achieve it. That'll hurt your confidence. So we wanna make sure that you're setting something that's realistic and you can take steps to achieve. And to help you do this, we've actually created a goal setting workbook. I've, you can obviously just do this in a journal on your own, but if you need some help making sure that it's concrete and getting it done, then go ahead and download that workbook and I will include a link into it in the show notes. Practice positive self-talk. You have a little voice inside your head and I know you know what I'm talking about. And I bet it sounds something like this. I didn't make it over that rock. I'm so bad at mountain biking. Don't ride with those ladies. I'm way too slow for them. They're so awesome. I didn't make it up that hill. I'm so fat and slow. I should just give up at this mountain biking thing now. 
Did any of those sound familiar? If so, it's time to change what you're telling yourself in your head. For every negative narrative you have, create a positive one to replace it. When you catch yourself in the act of negative self-talk, kindly but firmly tell that voice to shut the heck up and listen to a new, nicer, and more accurate voice. Before I ride, especially if I'm feeling intimidated by faster riders or I'm getting ready to race, I say something like this to myself. And yes, I say this out loud. I say it confidently. I do it somewhere where no one else can hear me, like in my car at the trailhead before I meet up with everybody. I'll say to myself, I'm going to kick butt on this ride. I'm feeling strong and capable. I'm really proud of how much I've been improving lately, and I think today is the day I'm going to clean that root section. Is this sound silly? Totally. Are you going to feel like an idiot at first saying this to yourself? Yes. But the more you practice this positive self-talk, the more you'll notice that that voice begins to crowd out the negative voice. And you'll be amazed really at how much you really do improve on the bike. So much of our riding has absolutely nothing to do with how fit we are or how many skills we have. And just so, so, so much to do with the stories that we tell ourselves about how good we are or more likely how terrible we are. So if any of this sounds familiar, if you know that you talk negatively to yourself on the bike, then start making a conscious effort to replace those negative thoughts with positive ones. You'll be shocked by how much your riding improves without doing any extra training or taking any skills clinics. Reflect on your accomplishments. We all do this. We spend way too much time focusing on what we haven't accomplished than on celebrating what we have accomplished. I want you to go ahead after this podcast episode, or maybe right now you go ahead and pause this episode and do this exercise, but make sure you do it. Get out a piece of paper and write down what you're proud of that you've already achieved on the mountain bike. For instance, you might write down, I did all this research on a great new mountain bike and picked it for myself. I'm really proud of myself for doing that. Or you might write down, last week I did the longest ride I've ever done. Oh, and I even cleaned that steep hill. We often focus on how we haven't gotten up a hill, but when we finally get there, we just move on and start focusing on the next thing we haven't done rather than celebrating ourselves for doing something awesome. And we just talked about a moment ago about setting goals and make sure that once you have achieved those goals that you take a moment and celebrate yourself. You don't want to just rush on to the next one before you've taken the time to internalize your accomplishments because by internalizing those accomplishments, that's how you build confidence. Make sure that you go ahead and celebrate yourself in some way. So it might be just having a post-ride beer after you feel like you've done a really great ride. Or it might be, you know, you're going ahead and finished your first mountain bike race. So go ahead and buy yourself a nice pair of new mountain bike shorts. Do something to celebrate yourself. Because if you don't celebrate yourself, probably nobody is going to. And you're never going to begin to build your confidence and feel better about yourself. You can't wait for other people to do that for you. You need to do it for yourself. Wear protective gear. If your lack of confidence on the mountain bike has anything to do with getting hurt, which I feel like is true for a lot of women, they don't wanna jump because they don't wanna get hurt. They don't wanna ride that rooty, rocky section because they don't wanna get hurt. So if that sounds like you, then get yourself some protective gear. You can get some 
elbow pads and knee pads and get yourself a full face helmet. Me, for instance, I had never ridden with any protective gear. And then one day I found out that my six-year-old at the time was learning to jump and was doing awesome at these jumps and I wanted to learn to jump. So at that point in time, I got myself knee and elbow pads and a full face helmet. And since then I've progressed so much more than I did for years at before the hand. So it doesn't cost that much to get yourself some protective gear. And if you're interested in improving your skills, it's very worthwhile uh, investing in that. Ride the same trail over and over and over and over again. It sounds boring, I realize, but it's also one of the most effective ways to improve your skills and to gauge your progress. When I first started mountain biking in college, I rode the same 10-mile loop about a thousand times. I kid you not, I didn't move on to anything else until I had totally conquered that loop. In the beginning, I could only make it about a quarter of the, of the way up the biggest, steepest hill. And then over time, I made it half the way and then three quarters of the way. And then one amazing, glorious day, I made it the whole way to the top without walking. And to this day, that's the proudest I've ever been on the mountain bike. I felt pretty awesome. And from there, I finally had the confidence I needed to branch out and do more. And this still holds true even today. Like... As I get better and better, I'll find new, more challenging, more technical trails and make sure to keep riding those until I have completely conquered them. Try racing. If you haven't already, sign up for your first mountain bike race. It might seem counterintuitive. You're telling you're listening to this because you don't have the confidence you need on a mountain bike. But racing is one of the best ways to skyrocket your journey to confidence on the mountain bike. Even if you come in dead last at the race, which I almost guarantee you, you won't. Everybody thinks they're going to, and very rarely do they. But even if that does happen, you'll feel so proud of yourself for finishing something that hard. And I'll tell you, no one is going to judge you for coming in last place. Everybody in a mountain bike race just thinks it's awesome that you're there. They think it's awesome that you're not sitting at home on the couch. So if you go and you finish last, good on you. For me personally, racing has been the single biggest factor in my gaining confidence on the bike and off. When I have a really hard day, when I don't feel that confident in my life in certain areas, I always think back to some of those races where I have like really dug deep and done well and been so proud of myself. And then I know that I can achieve things like that in other parts of my life. Uh, you know, maybe mountain bike racing won't be your thing, but I really, really encourage everybody to try it at least once and see what it does for you. And when chances are, it might improve your confidence tenfold. Focus on things you can control, not on things you can't. There's a lot in mountain biking that you just can't control, no matter how hard you try. You can't control the rain, you can't control the mud, you can't control your getting a flat tire, and you most certainly can't control how fast everybody else around you is riding. Instead of spending your mental energy wishing that the trail wasn't so slick or there wasn't that stupid rock in the way, Instead of wishing that you were as fast as your girlfriend, focus that energy on what you can control. Primarily, your thoughts. Take control of those thoughts. Go back to the positive self-talk that we just talked about. Also, consider what your trigger points are. When on a ride, does something happen that totally busts your self-confidence? 
And then consider how can you be proactive to deal with those things. So for instance, if getting a flat tire just really brings you down and you're scared of going on rides, it makes you feel not confident, then you know, you can't control the goat heads out on the trail. But what you can control is how well you change a flat tire. You can go and take a bike maintenance skills class so you know how to fix it out on the trail. You might not be able to control getting dropped by other riders because their fitness has nothing to do with you. But you can take trail forks and download it on your phone and you'll be able to get back to the trailhead just fine. So whatever it is that makes you scared before a ride, then do something proactive to deal with it. My last tip is maybe one of the silliest, but it's also one of the easiest. So just do it. And that is pick a pair of shorts or other accessory that makes you feel rad. I know it sounds silly, but it works for me. And if it works for me, then it's probably gonna work for you too. When I know I'm gonna need a little extra confidence boost on a ride, I put on my favorite pair of bike shorts. It really has nothing to do with looking cute or impressing others, it has to do with feeling rad. And those shorts make me feel awesome. For you, it might not be a pair of bike shorts. Maybe it's a pair of goggles that's gonna let you fly. Maybe it's a sweet new pair of pedals and some flat shoes. Whatever it is that makes you feel a little more awesome, go for it. You know, sometimes you gotta like fake it until you make it. So if it's the way you look that makes you feel like you belong on the trail and you're fast and you're awesome, then go ahead and focus on that. There's nothing wrong with that. And once you have confidence, you're just gonna be able to improve your writing skills from there. I hope that one or two or even three of these tips really spoke to you and that you will put them into action in your life. What we all need is more confident women out on the trail because it makes biking more fun and it also just helps make your life better when you feel confident. If you have a tip that I didn't include but you think other women would find it helpful, drop me a note and let me know at femcyclist.com. We have a post on this. And I'm sure there are other women who would love your advice and your input. If you enjoyed this episode, please go ahead and leave us a review. It helps to boost our ratings and for other women to be able to find this podcast. And if you leave a review, you will also get a chance to win some sweet Femme Cyclist swag. I look through the reviews every so often and pick somebody and then reach out to them and make sure that they get rewarded for helping spread the word. We so appreciate it. In addition to leaving a review, you can also share on social media or tell a friend about it, anybody who you think might benefit from this episode. I appreciate you listening to this so very much. I hope you stick around and listen to our next episode of the Femme Cyclist Podcast coming up next week.